Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, April 7th, 2022, and I hope you are having a great day and have had a good week so far as we round the corner towards the weekend, y'all, uh, this last weekend before Easter. I uh, hope you're getting your Easter plans ready uh, to worship and celebrate with uh, your church family. I know at Bayside, we've got lots of Things on the docket for next week, including a Good Friday service at 7 o'clock. We have the Easter extravaganza, which has been rescheduled to that date, the Saturday the 16th, uh, from 2 to 5 out at Orioles Park. And then on Sunday morning, we have three services, 7 a.m. sunrise service. Bring your lawn chair. You're going to go out to Orioles Park for the sunrise service on Easter. Be sure you bring your lawn chair. You don't want to have to stand up for 45 minutes. Uh, bring your lawn chair uh, at 7 o'clock. The service will start. Uh, and then we have two services. You don't have to bring your chair. We have chairs provided at Bayside <laughs> for the 9 o'clock and the 1045 service. Uh, so three services on Easter, 7 a.m., Orioles Park, sunrise, 9 o'clock, and 1045 um, at Bayside. Hope you're uh, planning to uh, to be a part of the of that, one of those worship experiences. And it, wherever you are, whether you're in Ohio, Indiana, Louisiana, you're probably not going to be coming to Bayside, unfortunately. Um, but I hope you're making plans to celebrate with your church family there. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Molly. So glad you guys are up and at them today um, as we are in this fifth week of Lent. Uh, fifth and Second to last week of Lent, obviously the uh, Passion Week is the final week of uh, Lent. And so on that, I hope you make plans now. Make plans now to be with us each. Let's be together every day next week as we go through the final uh, week of Jesus' life. Uh, just an important week in the life of every believer, I, be I think. And uh, it'd be good for us to spend that time together and in God's Word. So make plans now to, uh, to let's be together. Uh, well, if you can't make it live, let's be on the podcast um, next week during um, during Holy Week. So that should be uh, that should be good. And I'll probably do uh, since I'm no normally not on uh, the podcast or Facebook Live or Instagram on Fridays. Probably what I will do next week is I'll do a podcast only edition for Friday. I probably won't be on live, but I'll I'll create a podcast only edition for Friday so that we can have all five days covered. Uh, Monday through Friday next week. So, all right, you guys, let's do it. With that, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. And so uh, this is unfiltered, unscripted. We just read the word and see what God has to say to us, reflect on a few things and uh, laugh along the way, and uh, then apply the word of God to our hearts. Uh, so first reading is from Jeremiah chapter 26, verses 1 through 16. You know what we do? We read, we pray, say it together. We change the world. Yay, very good. Awesome. 
All right. Jeremiah 26. Early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah of Judah, this word came from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's house and speak to all the people of the towns of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I've commanded you. Do not omit a word. Um, yeah, Jeremiah's got to stand in the uh, courtyard of the temple and uh, give this message and don't omit a word. I mean, that's, you know, that is the, um, that is the power and the importance. This is kind of a tangent, but it reminds me of this. Don't omit a word. Uh, that's the importance of, of, of biblical preaching, y'all. Um, you know, topical preaching has its place. Uh, in other words, like picking a topic, preaching on it, uh, preaching on love, preaching on justice, preaching on um, whatever it is. But there's something to be said about what we're doing, which is going through the Bible methodically and reading parts that we wouldn't normally read. You know, we've read already this week, we've read something, man, I wouldn't normally read that about the depending destruction and, and judgment on Israel. These are things we wouldn't, these aren't normal devotional readings, but there's a discipline in reading the entire counsel of God. Likewise, biblical preaching, preaching that goes through books of the Bible, uh, preaching that goes through chapters of the Bible, that covers entire content of the Bible, it's important because we're tempted, if we, because when we go do topical, we tend up just keep landing on the same themes that are important to us. Um, and not really um, digesting the whole counsel of God. So I want to commend you guys for committing yourselves to this morning prayer, this daily podcast, because this is where we read. We just go through it. We go through it systematically through the Bible. And so we get the whole counsel of God. Um, you stick with it, you're going to get the whole counsel of God. You're not just going to get one view or one, uh, one, one of your, you know, our pet verses. Uh, even though I have a lot of favorite verses in the Bible, this way we get the whole counsel. Well, here Jeremiah is told at the courthouse of the temple, hey, I'm going to tell you what to say, the Lord says, and don't omit a word. Say it all. Perhaps they will listen, verse 3, and each will turn from their evil way. What's the purpose of uh, the preaching of the gospel? That people might turn. Repentance. That people might turn from their own ways to the Lord. That Verse uh, continuing, then I will relent and not inflict on them the disaster I was planning because of the evil they had done. Hmm. So in an interesting way, not in, a, not in a repentance from sin, but in a similar way, God here, you repent, I relent, <laughs> right? God's saying, if you will repent, I will relent. Um, so, and some of the King James Version says, I will repent. I will, I will turn away. I will turn away from what I was intending to do and do something different. That's what the word of God says. I will, you repent and I will relent. I will turn from the, I will, you will escape judgment. Um, say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you do not listen to me and follow my law, which I've set before you. And if you do not listen to the words of my servants, the prophets whom I've sent to you again and again, though you have not listened, then I will make this house like Shiloh and the city a curse among all the nations of the earth. This is the warning, right? The priests and the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speak these words in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord. I like that jam. Phil Wickham tune, new one. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Well, he's saying, Lord's saying right here, there ain't going to be no, no joy in the house of the Lord unless you repent. <laughs> you want joy in the house of the Lord, it's going to be filled with repentance 
and turning to God. Hmm. That's true everywhere, man. You want joy in the house? You want joy in your house? You want joy, whatever house that is, whatever uh, dwelling that is, if it's the house of the Lord, if you want joy in your house, repentance. Hmm. That's how we get there, man. Reconciliation with God. You must, uh, here it goes. Uh, the priests, the prophets, and all the people uh, speak these words in the, in the house of the Lord. But as soon as Jeremiah finished telling all the people everything the Lord had commanded him to say, the priests, the prophets, and all the people seized him and said, you must die. <laughs> Some people don't want to hear the whole counsel of God. Come on. Come on. You know that. Some people don't want to hear the whole counsel of God. They just want to hear their favorite verse. They want to hear the prosperity. They want to hear the blessing. They want to hear the, the goodness and the kindness and the you're awesome and you're, you're, you're special and you're, you're beautiful and you... You got you, your little heart sweet and all that. They want to hear all that. They don't want to hear about you need to repent and turn to God. You need to turn of, repent of your evil ways. You want to, you want to live. You want to thrive. Uh, then you got to repent of your evil ways. Now, most people don't want to hear that. You know what happens when you, you tell people that? You die. <laughs> you die. You don't make it. That's what you, that's what, that's, that's like a, like a fast track to martyrdom right there. Mm hmm. You try to stand up against the culture. Come on, y'all. You know this. You stand up against the culture and you and you speak biblical values about uh, human sexuality. You talk about uh, the uh, the biblical values of of justice. Uh, the biblical values of um, of the lordship of Christ. The biblical values of the kingdom of God. You're not gonna be popular, man. You're not gonna be popular with some people. You're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed by some people. They're gonna they're gonna cancel you. <clears throat> cancel you. But you know what? Our culture cancels people, but the gospel does not. Man, aren't you glad the gospel of Jesus does not cancel people? Aren't you glad? Um. But they, they wanted to kill Jeremiah after he told him that message. Why do you prophesy in the Lord's name with that this house will be like Shiloh and that the city will be destroyed and deserted? How, how dare you preach the word of God that we must repent? And if we don't, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, destroyed. And all the people crowded around Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. And I'm not feeling a lot of joy in the house of the Lord. There's, uh, there's, there's tension in the house of the Lord. There's tension in the house of the Lord. <laughs> That's what's happening right here with Jeremiah. Verse 10. What are we going? We're going through 16. When the officials of Judah heard about these things, they went up from the royal palace to the house of the Lord and took their places at the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then the priest and the prophet said to the officials and all the people, this man should be sentenced to death because he has prophesied against the city. You have heard it with your own ears. Mm-hmm. Then Jeremiah said to all the officials and all the people, the Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and the city and all the things you've heard. Now, here's the, here's a solution. Now, reform your ways and your actions and obey the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent and not bring the disaster he has pronounced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good. All right, man, that's bold, right? Look, I, here's what the Lord told me to say. I, to, I told it to you just like he told it to me. Whatever you want to do with me, do with me. That's fine. But I got to tell you what the Lord says. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good and right. 
but as be, but, but be assured, blah, 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 blah. be assured, however, that if you put me to death, you will bring the guilt of innocent blood on yourselves and on the city and on those who live in it. For in the truth, the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your hearing. Then the officials and all the people said to the priests and the prophets, this man should not be sentenced to death. He has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Wow. Wow. Man, you ever, you ever been there? Like you, you hear a hard word? It's hard to hear. You know, it's hard to hear from the Lord. It's, 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 it's a word of, 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 of just sternness and strength. But you know what? You know it's from God. It's a word of conviction. It's a word of warning. And even though it's hard to hear, you're like, you know what? It's true. It's true, though. It's hard to hear. It's hard to sit through it. It's hard to be under uh, conviction. But you know what? It's, it's, it's a good thing. Jesus said what? You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But the truth usually makes you miserable before it sets you free. Come on, y'all. Right? Mm-hmm. The truth, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free, but first the truth is going to make you a little uncomfortable. <laughs> the truth is going to make you uncomfortable, then going to set you free. And where does the truth come from? It's the words of the Lord. You know, the truth isn't just our own opinions. The truth isn't just popular opinion. The truth is God's word. And the, God, the, 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 the path to repentance um, begins with stop what you're doing. Right? I mean, repentance doesn't just mean you just carry on. <laughs> the opposite of repentance is just just carry on. <laughs> You're wondering, like, what's the opposite of repentance? Just carry on. That's what the opposite of repentance is. So, so to stop what you're doing is sometimes uncomfortable. So, so the, the truth will set you free, but first it's gonna first it's gonna rock your world. <laughs> truth will set you free, but first you're gonna have your world rocked. Mm-hmm. For reals. All right, Romans chapter 11, 1 through 12. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Welcome on the podcast, Instagram, Facebook. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for sharing this and all that, liking it, subscribing. Thank you. Uh, Romans chapter 11. I ask then, did God reject his people? Again, talking about Israel. If you remember our the, the context from yesterday. Um, so did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. This reminds me. I saw some, someone posted something about the, uh, you know, that the way to heaven is through the cross. That's true. And someone, someone responded, well, I think Jews would disagree. Um, I think many Jews would disagree is what someone said. And then I was thinking, do you realize that Jesus was a Jew? We forget that, man. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus and all of his first followers were Jewish, including the Apostle Paul. And here Paul is saying that, right? He said, I'm an Israelite. I'm a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people. He says, obviously, he didn't reject his people. Here I am. I'm standing here. I'm a Jew, and I'm saved. He obviously didn't reject us. God did not reject his people, whom he foreknew. Don't you know what Scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appeared to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and they are trying to kill me. So here Elijah is condemning the Israelite nation. He's saying they've, they've killed, 
Who, who killed the prophets? Not remnant Israel, not those whose hearts were truly directed towards God. Those people were repentant. Who, 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 uh, who martyred the prophets? Who killed the prophets? The, the people Israel, the whole the nation, but not those whose heart had truly been circumcised, who, who truly just trusted God. So he gives the example of Elijah. Elijah even said this, Lord, they killed your prophets. Who? God's people did. I mean, I should say, um, those who were Jewish by ethnicity, but not those who were who were Jewish and also had a true heart for God. They didn't, they didn't kill the prophets. They listened to them. I'm the only one left, and they're trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So, too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Come on, somebody. Chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be caused by works. For if it were, grace would no longer be grace. Hmm. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly, they did not obtain. The elect among them did. Again, he's drawing the circle. There's a big circle, Israel, all those born Jewish, but inside that larger circle is a smaller circle of remnant Israel. Those, pe- those are the people who truly have a heart for God, those who truly uh, are devoted and have God first place in their lives. That's remnant Israel. And now that remnant Israel, that subset, is now open to everyone. And the amazing thing is, you think about a, a circle, and then inside that circle, is remnant Israel, so the big circle is all Jews. Inside that circle is remnant Israel, and there's always been remnant Israel, those who truly had a heart for God, or if you will, those who were truly Israel. And he says, but here's the miracle of the gospel, that inner circle, which was at one time smaller than the outer circle, is going to be is going to actually, because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's actually going to supersede, come on, it's actually going to supersede the other circle and become larger because it's going to be opened up to Jew and Gentile, the entire world. So remnant Israel just got a boost, y'all. That's what, that's the miracle of the gospel. That is the secret of the gospel throughout the New Testament. When Paul is talking about the secret of the gospel, that's it. The secret of the gospel is now that now this, quote, small circle of remnant Israel has now exploded and gotten huge because it's now open to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. Mm. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Verse 7, what then? What the people what what the people of Israel sought so earnestly they did not obtain the elect among them did but the others were hardened as it is written God gave them a spirit of stupor eyes that could not see and ears that could not hear to this very day and David says may their table become a snare and a trap a stumbling block and a retribution to them may their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever that's what I feel like right now my back be bent over forever. <laughs> It's like, I think I got that judgment. <laughs> Every morning I get up, my back bent over forever. <laughs> that's, called, that's called old age. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Somebody said, what's wrong with your back? Oh, Jeremiah or Romans 11, 11, 10, man. Their backs be bent over forever. 
I got the judgment of Romans 11.10. Here we go, Romans 11.11. Again, I ask, did they stumble so far beyond recovery? Not at all. Can they still be saved? Yes. He's saying the gospel did not exclude Israel. Not at all. Everyone in Israel can still be saved. Every Jewish person can be saved if they call on the name of the Lord, just like every Gentile can be saved if they call on the name of the Lord. So has Israel been now excluded or forgotten? No, they're still included along with Gentiles. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel envious. This is exactly what's happening. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the Gentiles, how much greater riches will their full inclusion bring? Ooh. He's like, he's talking to his own people. He's like, guys, imagine, consider the blessing, my Jewish brothers and sisters, is what Paul's saying. Consider if you think, uh, if you think all of this, the, the uh, because of our hardness to the work of God, God used that to do this glorious thing of bringing Gentiles into the family of God. Just um, and how much, how glorious and amazing that is. Just imagine how much blessing and goodness and joy there is to be had when we too choose Jesus and are included in this great thing God is doing. How much greater riches will the full inclusion bring? Mm. Yeah. All right, y'all, let's jump over to John. John chapter 10. John 10, beginning at 19. Welcome, everybody. So glad you guys are on. John 10, beginning at 19. We're going to go down through 42. 19 through 42. 10, 19 through 42. Then the Jews heard these words. Let me try again. The Jews who heard these words were again divided. Many of them said, he is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, these are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. This is like Christmas time. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. (laughs) Uh, In winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, that was Adam Sandler, by the way, right there. Hanukkah. How long will you keep us in suspense if you are the Messiah? Tell us plainly. Come on. If you're, the, if you're the Messiah, just tell us, shoot straight with us. Now, he done told him a hundred times that he was. But now they say, can you just tell us straight up? Verse 25. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you did not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me. He's saying, look, there's all this testimony about who I am. Just look around. But you do not believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life. <clears throat> and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Man, you got to know that. Nobody can snatch you out of God's hand. Mm. Nobody can snatch you out of Jesus' hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, 
I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? I've done all these amazing things. Why are you, why are you stoning me? For what, for what good deed uh, are you stoning me? We're not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, look, at, there it is, claim to be God. Did Jesus ever claim to be God? Oh, yes, all over the place. Jesus answered them, it is not, is it, is, again, man, I'm getting a lot of false starts here today. Is it not written in your law? I have said you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the father set apart at his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said, I am God's son. Do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in you. Like if you can't, if you can't believe what I'm saying, believe what you're seeing. Believe the works that are happening, the miracles, the, the, the work of God in and through me. If you, can't, if you can't believe, if you don't trust what I'm saying, trust what I'm doing, which is always, you know, Sometimes you gotta, you know, you learn that about people. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta trust their actions. <laughs> you know, just, just trust what they're doing, not what they're saying. Trust what they're doing. <laughs> A lot of people are like, oh, you know, that you, 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 we trust what they're saying, but the, what they're doing is is not lining up with what they're saying. Sometimes you just gotta trust people. You gotta trust what they're doing. Jesus is like inviting that. He's like, trust me. Trust not only what I'm saying, but also what I'm doing. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped, verse 40. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. Wow. So John was testifying about Jesus. And John, his testimony, he was considered a righteous godly man and so there's a, there's more test there's more a valid testimony of Jesus's claim to being God and it says what as a result many people believed in Jesus mm. that's awesome all right you guys thanks for being a part of the podcast today thanks for being part of morning prayer you know what we do it's time to pray now let's do it lord thank you so much for your holy word thank you for uh saving us thank you for inviting us into the family of God Lord, thank you that we can now be full members of your family. We can be remnant Israel because of grace. God, thank you for your master plan that you've worked throughout the ages, Lord, uh, that began with Abraham and through Israel and has been opened up to us through Jesus. Lord, thank you that um, this time of year we're afforded the opportunity to reflect on that great gift of salvation, that great gift of reconciliation uh, with you. God, I pray for my friends today. I pray that they walk in joy and peace and hope and encouragement. Lord, may we be the light of Christ in our world today. May we show kindness in word and deed. May we point people to Jesus, and may we make the most of every opportunity so that when the doors are open for us to speak about you, to share about you, to be a witness for you, God, that we would not miss a single opportunity. And may it be said of us, that many believed 
because of our witness. Lord, we pray that, we hope that, we, uh, we believe that that will happen. God, thank you so much for this time together. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you again so much for being a part of the podcast. We are off tomorrow, but we'll be back at it Monday for Passion Week. So hope you make plans now and spread the word. Hey, take a minute. Here's what you can do. Take a minute. Just share this. Share it on your timeline. Just hit that share button. Like it. Subscribe. Um, that's, that's what you can do. That would be awesome. And uh, we'll, see you, we'll see you next week. You guys have a safe, a blessed weekend. Love you guys. If ever you want to give me any feedback about the podcast, you can do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. And I always love to hear from you. All right, you guys, have a great weekend. You guys are the best. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.